This is Ken Lubin, the host and founder of the Executive Athletes Podcast, and welcome to this week's episode. I want to thank everyone that's been listening, and thank you for the comments and feedback. They're awesome and an incredible help in this journey to making this podcast better and better each episode. Once again, like always, this is unscripted and unedited, as I believe it's the best way to get to really know the guest. Um, this week's guest was led to me by a partner of mine, or not a partner, a friend of mine in, in the fitness space, and he's really launching something super cool. Um, so we'll talk about how he started in the corporate world and then made a change into the fitness world. So this week's guest is Michael Troutman calling from Spain, but he's German, but launching a whole new initiative here in the U.S. And he's a former manager and recruiting director at Bosard Consultants, founding president of Springer and Jacoby International, global head of um, uh, global head of marketing at Audi AG. And today he's an entrepreneur in advertising, marketing, and sport. He's a co-founder of a whole new fitness revolution that's super cool that most of us will see and likely want to become part of um, called Hyrox. In addition to that, he's a podcaster talking about new work and entrepreneurism. Um, he's a hus husband and father of two grown-up sons as well as a German beach hockey champion. So we'll jump into beach hockey. I don't think we have much of that here in the U.S. Um, <laughs> well, that is so nice. Thank you so much for this nice introduction. I do hope that, uh, that we still have our listeners because it looks like a guy who has no focus, is <laughs> doing lots of things. But I, I try to, yeah, to bring some, some uh, substance to all this. Uh, thank you for having me. No, definitely. I don't think any of us have any focus longer than like a nanosecond, right? It's entrepreneurism <laughs> meets ADHD meets powered by anxiety and coffee. I think that's, you know, that's what leaders are in today's world. And it's an yeah. exciting time. You know, I think, you know, individuals like you or I or many of the listeners have unique opportunities that we never, ever had before to sort of create our dreams, build our tribes and really go down, you know, a unique road. So, you know, what you're exactly. doing yeah. has been awesome, you know, and, and, and I think you probably talk about that in, in, in your podcast. So give us a little, you know, give us a little background about Michael, Michael Troutman and, you know, some of the yeah. cool things you've done. Yeah, thank you so much. So, so I was born and raised in, in, in Flensburg and then Kiel, which is close to the Danish border and um, started my career, as you mentioned, as a management consultant. So I did a PhD in marketing before and uh, it was always my dream that one day, to uh, start up my, my own uh, own business, but I started as a management consultant, um, and there was the the, the first uh, corner pillar was that I worked for a car company called Porsche, and uh, the car topic was one line within my CV, which is uh, somehow stable. Um, I was always uh, interested in sport, so when I was young, I, I played uh, volleyball on a on a yeah I would say semi professional level up to the age of uh, 25. Um, so we played German championships with our um, team um, when we were between 14 and uh, 18. And uh, this was the first uh, sport, but I was always the number seven. So I think in my last year, uh, 16 or 17, I, I jumped into the starting six, but it was always not, I was not, always not the man, the guy. And this was um, something I, I took through my life is that oh, I, I would love to be better in sport and so uh, that's why um, I think with the age of 38 I stepped into sailing because a good friend of mine was a world champion in Tornado which is a was an Olympic class 
Then I became German champion together with him, but I was the number five on the boat, which was the least important position. And then if you follow my way, uh, then I stepped into hockey and then beach hockey, which is a totally niche. You, you play with a ball instead with, uh, with a hook or, or, or something harder and you can, can play it three dimensional. So you can, it's allowed to, to carry the ball for four seconds and then kick it like with a baseball hitter in the air. And the reason why I became uh, three times German champion was that I had uh, five or six gold medalists in field hockey in my team. So I was always in a, in a good position to bring teams together. And so I always uh, had this contact to, to pro sports, uh, took part in three different sports in German championships, but was never really on top. So sport is the, the, the second line in my um, career. And the third line is that I was uh, deeply interested in, in, in people from the very beginning. So in my consulting time, I was uh, in charge for, for recruiting. Uh, during my career in the uh, advertising world, it was the same. Uh, recruiting was always a, a topic which interested me a lot. So three pillars, car, sport, and, um, and people. And this combined with the, uh, the, the overlaying thing, which is marketing. Uh, which uh, holds everything together. And um, when I, yeah, with my agency then, I founded the agency 15 years ago. Uh, it grew to a size of uh, 500 people. And my senior partners then found out that Michael always is uh, distracted. He wanted to do sport. Uh, we had a small sport department, but they didn't want to do it and said, well, maybe it's time to, to separate a little bit. And so I then uh, was uh, kicked out in a friendly and nice way um, out of the nest and uh, started together with uh, two guys this new exciting um, uh, adventure called High Rocks. Uh, what we're doing now, what we're launching now in the US. And uh, maybe I I explain a little bit about my two partners because I, I still, again, feel I like the number three in the team. So number one, I would say is, is Christian. Um, he is a veteran in this what we call um, type of events, uh, we call it mass participation events. So he was inventing 22 years ago the first inner city uh, bike race uh, globally seen in Hamburg. It's called Cyclassic. 25,000 people are doing this race every year. Um, he brought then triathlon to Germany into the city. So the Ironman in Hamburg, the uh, Olympic triathlon in Hamburg is within the city. We have an inner city lake. And uh, so he always was um, a guy who wanted to combine mass participation with lots of spectators, bring sports to the people. Um, he sold his company a couple of years ago, uh, which then was resold to Ironman. He founded himself then as a board member of Ironman. I didn't know before that Ironman is a company, but it is. And he was there in charge for business development. And this was the time when he started to look into the world of fitness. And uh, our second partner uh, called Moritz Moritz Fürze, he's a former uh, Olympic uh, gold medalist in field hockey. He was the best field hockey player on the planet. I know that in the US, um, field hockey is more um, a girl thing, but uh, I believe field hockey is a very tough and very male sport as well. And uh, Moritz was, yeah, he was a world hockey player, had a professional career of 15 years, and he uh, worked at my agency. And then we put Christian Morris me together this idea of doing something in the world of fitness. And why fitness? Well, two things. We, uh, we found out that uh, fitness people are nice people. It's a nice community. Um, people who are interested in a healthy lifestyle, um, they do not just sport, they think about life in general. 
Uh, second thing, in the world of fitness, which is the biggest organized sport in the Western world, if not in the whole world, there is no such thing uh, than a competition for everyone. So you will find on, on the extreme level, the elite level, you find the CrossFit Games, you will find stuff like obstacle course race, which is attractive to some fitness and gym users, but not for everyone. Um, and you find bodybuilding on the other side, but uh, a, a competition where you do the work you're doing in your, your gym, maybe combined with running, there's no uh, standardized format or there was no standardized format. And we tried to, to invent this, I had a test event, um, Two years ago in Hamburg, we did a tour through Germany between uh, uh, October 2018 until April 2019, and now we are coming to the U.S. It's, this is my story, as short as I can tell it to you. No, that is perfect, and you know, and, and I took a little bit about you know High Rocks from an article you written, and, and to the listeners, you know, High Rocks is the perfect test of strength and endurance, and attracts the fittest athletes across all sports, whether it be CrossFit running, triathlon, rowing, any kind of team sport, or just general fitness training. And it's for anyone looking to challenge their fitness, give their physical training a purpose, and compete against themselves in the world are high rocks candidates. And you had mentioned that you just did your most recent event here in Miami, and then you're going to be doing it in New York. Talk, talk to us about you know, bringing it mm -hmm. to the U.S. And, you know, that, yeah. and how it's being received and everything else, because it sounds like yeah. something that you know, sounds super interesting and super cool. Yeah, maybe I explain in, in, as short as I can how the, the competition works. So we have a big hall, like a fair hall, um, so it's indoor. We need um, about 12,000 square feet. Uh, we create a running track. Um, within the running track, we have uh, eight uh, functional fitness workout stations, and each station has between 50 and 70 places. So we have 50 slats to push, 50 slats to pull. We have a big wall ball station, which is, which is our workout number eight. So we have 70 stations there, the rowing machine, we have the ski erg, we have burpee broad jump, we have uh, um, kettlebells, so you can do the farmer's carry, and we have sandbag lunges. I, I think that's uh, the eight workouts. And the, uh, the event goes like this. We, we, we start every 10 minutes, 40 athletes, up to 40 athletes start with a run. They run two to three rounds. It depends on the size of the hall, which is 1K, um, around 0.6 miles. After this 1K run, you do your first workout, then you come back to the running track, do the second run, second workout, and so on. And at the end, you did 8K running and eight workouts. The good thing or the beauty about everything is that the workouts uh, are simple to do. So everyone can push things, pull things, throw things, or can jump. Um, so it's no, not, nothing like, like monkey bars or, or rope climbing. Um, it's a workout everyone can do. And um, if you are a very trained athlete, you will do this with so much power and energy that you, after the event, you are totally out of order. And if you are a beginner, you, you will need twice or three times uh, as much time, but you can do it. And if you compare our finisher uh, rates, which is around 98% with other uh, events, uh, then it's very, very high. And if you compare the amount of women we have, the 40% is high as well. So we did this in Germany. The first event was amazing. 99% of the 700 participants said, wow, we come back next year. 98 said, well, we bring friends and family. And so we did this tour through Germany. 
and within the first two or three events, we, we had the feeling, so we have to, to do this in the U.S. as well because it works so good. If someone has a closer look on this, he will copy us. So we believe the idea was so in the air that, uh, that in any other place, uh, someone is working on the same idea. And so we said, okay, next season we will be in the U.S. We started a small team in New York, uh, five people now. We are commuting because we need more than five people to do uh, such events. And then we decided to, to start in Miami because there is a great culture uh, of fitness. And we go to New York. We will be in Chicago in January. It's an AVP, a very nice location. Then in February, which is not official now, but it will be Dallas instead of Houston. It has to do that that my partner Moritz is a good friend of Dirk Nowitzki, former NBA player. He want to help us and then we go to los angeles in march and then um, the good thing is all uh, athletes can qualify for a world championship we will have our uh, second world championship in berlin and we could already see the the uh, the athletes in miami um, that uh, that qualify for uh, berlin they already uh, send their application that they want to come so yeah we bring the German athletes uh, together with the U.S. athletes, which is amazing. And yeah, the first thing was, was awesome, I, I can tell you. <laughs> now, how long, how long does a typical you know, event last for one individual? So the, the, the event, as, as it is a, a wave system, so we start every 10 minutes, um, we can uh, handle up to 3,000 athletes a day. So if we are booked out, which will be the case in, in Hamburg, our hometown this year for the first time, it starts very early in the morning until uh, 8 o'clock for 8 p.m. So we, we are 12 hours uh, uh, at the event. For the individual athlete, um, so the slowest we ever measured was a little bit more than three hours, I think three hour 20. And the fastest, so the, 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 it's the world record for man pro, I explain later what man pro and man is different, uh, was um, 58 minutes. 39 seconds, I guess. So below one, one hour, just one athlete managed to do so. And even if we had amazing athletes from the U.S., from the OCR team in Miami, um, the winner, which was Hunter McIntyre, uh, four-time Spartan Race World Champion, uh, needed a little bit more than one hour. So, and the average is around one hour, 35 minutes, which is very nice. And because it's this wave system and because we, uh, we let the pros start at the end, People stay in the hall uh, because you can see everything. We have music, we have entertainment zone. And um, so people stay there for an average four to five hours, which is very good for us and very good for our partners who can show their products. And yeah, they have a good time. They bring their families, their kids. And because the, the workouts are so simple, you see three-year-old kids uh, testing the ski erg or sitting on the rower. Um, and yeah, in Hamburg, we, we do for the second time now um, a High Rocks uh, Young Stars event, which is just six, six workouts and less running. And they don't have to th uh, throw a 20-pound uh, wall ball. They do it with, um, uh, not a medicine ball, they do it with a basketball. So we, we try to, um, to do this for kids as well in the future, yeah. Wow, that's amazing. Like, yeah, I didn't, an hour for the, the elites, that's super cool. So yeah. it's definitely a hard... Hard event. Is it running in between each event? Is that what it is? It's you do, uh, um, you know, you like do a row and run. It's the combination. So you have to be a very good runner. So 
Uh, if you see, uh, we have a look on, on, on our fastest lady, Imke Zalanda. She was a former 400 and 800 meter runner, uh, but she's doing um, functional fitness training since four or five years. Uh, if you see her, you, you won't believe that she is uh, hitting this, this, this uh, heavy uh, sleds or, or pushing the sleds, but she, she's able to. Um, and we see on the other end, we see people with CrossFit background, but you have to be, uh, we believe you have to be the perfect athlete. So you have to be a good runner and you have to be strong. And um, many, many of our athletes say that, uh, that they, they get better in their core sports. I mean, Hyrox, we hope that Hyrox will become a core sport for some athletes and some already said it's my sport now. But as you mentioned, we have people with different backgrounds. We have crossfitters, we have OCR athletes, we have team sport athletes, uh, triathlon, and so on. Um, we have a lady who's uh, um, 40, uh, 45 times German champion in, in running, marathon, half marathon, 10,000 meter, and so on. And she said, well, she now knows, um, since she's uh, training for High Rocks, that, that she did the wrong training for her whole life. She said... She's even better in running because she is doing now the functional training and she puts the, the workout she's doing for High Rocks now into her training with young kids because she says uh, it, it makes you a better runner. And we, we hear the same story from, from our CrossFit uh, athletes. There is one guy, his name is Joshua Wichtrup. He is Germany's best CrossFitter. He was the first who qualified um, as a German for the CrossFit Games this year. I was with him in Madison. And he ended up uh, on position 18, which is amazing among all these strong athletes. And he was one of the, if not the best runner in the whole field. There was one exercise, a 6K run, where they had to add every 1.5K, they had to add some more weight into their backpack. He ended up as, as second best. And there was a sprint competition where he had the best time, which was run in this competition. And everyone was asking, Joshua, why are you so fast? And he said, well, I'm doing CrossFit and I'm doing High Rocks, and High Rocks is the best prepar uh, preparation for these kinds of, of events at uh, the CrossFit Games. And so we believe uh, we will see in future many, many athletes from different backgrounds, but we hope and we see some athletes deciding, wow, this could be uh, the key event for us. Um, we had a, a couple from Germany. They did all of our nine events last year, um, which was amazing for us. Um, and we, yeah, we do hope that the next season, which is starting now in Germany, a couple of weeks in Leipzig, um, that we will double uh, the amount of participants. We had 10,000 last year. We will be planning with 20,000 this year. But we believe uh, the U.S. market is by far bigger and uh, that we can, can, can make this uh, the biggest Hyrox market. And if we get so much support, like we're doing, uh, like, like we're getting now, we, I think we have a chance. Yeah. No. And you know, and, and I'm a big fan of the functional training. It's, and I think that's where a lot of endurance athletes miss out. Like you were saying, the runner was there talking about, you know, she hadn't been doing that for many years. And there's this conception that, you know, and it's old school conception that you're going to build muscle, you're going to get heavy and you're going to go slower. Where in reality, I think the even though, the muscle that you build might make you a little bit heavier. It's going to make you more rugged. It's going to make you faster. And yeah. I've been fortunate. My background was ski racing and we were doing CrossFit style workouts before even CrossFit was a thing. And it made you so much stronger. It gave you endurance. It, you know, it combined strength with muscular endurance and, and, and all of that. And I think 
that's where, you know, an event like a high rocks or a CrossFit or an OCR is mixing all those together. And I think that's, I think that's the real importance of being an athlete. I think, you know, unfortunately in today's world, kids are becoming so focused on you just play soccer or you just play hockey or you just do this and they're not creating full athletes. And I think, I think that's a mistake and it seems like you're definitely onto something here by, you know, by positioning as that. I think that's probably the most important thing. And then you go do your sport, be an athlete first, be a sportsman and whatever you do next. It's a very good thing. I, uh, what you used uh, this, uh, we yeah we try to create the full athlete. Uh, I like this expression very much. And uh, I was talking to a lot of these really really nice and cool OCR guys like Hunter McIntyre, Cole Swartz, Matt Campson, Bracken Cracker, Jack Bauer, Ryan Kent, and and, and uh, there's a very nice thing. Uh, what Ryan Kent was doing for us, he he has the Instagram name Drop the Hammer, uh, and he. He was doing an after race video uh, where he was explaining why he liked Hyrox so much. And uh, next to him was uh, Bracken Cracker, who uh, was in the, before the event and was telling, Well, I did this in my gym and I, I can do it in 56 minutes. He didn't do the transition because he was doing it on the treadmill and in his studio. But he was really, with, or both of them were with so much respect. And, uh, and, and Bracken Cracker said it felt like the CrossFit Games combined with a rock show. Well, I said, well, uh, he should become a copywriter for us. Uh, this was really a nice line. And what they then said is that this could be this type of event, the Hyrox event could be the place where OCR guys meet CrossFit guys, meet track and field athletes, meet rowers, meet everyone, because this is where every athlete can agree on. Every athlete has to run and has to do functional training. Not every athlete has to do uh, uh, weightlifting, um, because this is a, a very complex sport. And, um, and to say this completely, I, I am a big fan of, of CrossFit. I love to, to go to the CrossFit Games, which I did first this year, but I think I will do it now from now on every year because it was exciting. But it's an elite sport. It's so complex um, that in Germany, I mean, we have 400 CrossFit boxes. Uh, I guess there are 4,000 athletes within the uh, Open, 4,000. But our thing uh, could be done by by millions of people, and um, that's the reason why we believe we could become a combining layer for for the fitness industry, not a competitor to OCR, not a competitor to CrossFit, but something where these kind of athletes can uh, agree on. Well, and one thing I've noticed here, you know, how CrossFit changed their format, right, for qualifying for the games recently. If you look at the workouts over the last couple of years, they seem to be of going away from just the pure weightlifting, right? The pure Olympic lifting and going more towards fitness. If you look at, you know, yesterday's mm-hmm. it's handstand walking, it's, you know, mm-hmm. you know, it's lighter weights, higher intensity type stuff versus the technical aspects of, you know, putting 400 pounds over your head and that type of stuff. And I think... Mm-hmm. You know, and it sounds like what you guys, you know, you sort of figured that out before they've actually started figuring it out because I think that's, that brings it to the, you know, more to the lay person and they can, they can actually aspire to do it. And I love what you're doing because that lay person can aspire to do that, right? No, they're not watching, you know, Frazier sitting there like, oh, in order for me to go do CrossFit, I got to put 400 pounds over my head, right? That's just not yeah. what's going to happen. And I think... You know, like you were saying, like Hunter and all those guys, you know, and, and I've trained with Hunter and stuff like that. And it's just amazing to see, you know, the, the diversity that they can do. And I think that's, 
again, you're onto something there with the whole athlete thing, but, but for the masses and then people can actually compare themselves versus some people get intimidated by CrossFit because they see, you know, that's all they see. Yeah. And uh, we believe um, that many athletes, and that's what we get as a feedback, they love the standardization. So they say, well, I know exactly what I have to train for. It's it's like a a declathon. So Christian, my, uh, my partner, uh, did Teclathon um, uh, when he was a young guy. So it was standardized since years and everyone is knowing what he has to do in training. So there was one guy uh, who was the fastest runner in Miami, uh, Derek uh, Yorick, very nice guy. Uh, I think he was uh, famous for, for at least for a day because he was, uh, he's holding the, the record at the Boston Marathon for the fastest first mile because he wanted to show up for his kids. And he said, well, the only, only way that I can make sure that they can see me is that I, I'm leading after one mile because they are standing there. And so he broke this record and such a nice story. And he was the fastest runner. Miami had some problems with flat push, flat pull, but he said, now, well, I, well, I start to train this now because I love this kind of event. I will come to Germany, I will compete there. And, and this, yeah, this is such a nice feedback and uh, it, it's worth all the effort we, we put into this. And um, they really recognize that we um, had really high ambitious standards so that everything, nobody had to wait at any, um, at any station. They had good warm-up zones. Um, we, we have a very good uh, DJ for this music stuff. We have nice sponsors like Puma, who's our title sponsor. And, and they... They said, well, it's a professional event from the first beginning, from the very beginning, and that's what they like. And so they, yeah, they, they, they will give us their talent again. And that's, that's awesome. And we, we expect uh, many more, um, many more uh, athletes uh, in, in New York. And um, yeah, we, we, we think there's a big market. We've learned that uh, Spartan has 1 million participants each year and 850,000 in the U.S., within the U.S., and um, uh, Spartan race separate. Not everyone can do a Spartan race, but everyone can. Everyone should prepare for high rocks, but almost everyone can can do a high rocks event. And the good thing is that we have a, um, a, a first level to step in, which we call double, which is a, a competition where you run together with uh, with a partner. We have uh, female doubles, men doubles, and mixed doubles, and you share the workout. So you you don't have to throw 100 wall balls. It's maybe just 50, or it's your partner is better with ball balls, you do 30 and the partner is doing 70. Same with burpees. Uh, so if you're not so good with burpees, your partner is doing more, but you're the guy who is probably heavier to push the sled and you can change as often as you want. And uh, it's very interesting to see what kind of tactics uh, these uh, double couples are doing. And um, yeah, it's, um, it's, it's nice for us to see um, how it worked from the very first event in, in the US. So they immediately got it. Um, uh, they, they, prepare themselves well they posted after the event very nice pictures with high rocks uh, hashtag high rocks high rocks world high rocks family yeah and we we, we see even in the u.s after one event uh, that could could grow a community and that's what makes us very proud and uh, yeah but we stay humble as you can see it's a big market there are so many cool concepts in your market uh, so that we will have worked damn hard to make this a, a, a sustainable success Now, a question for you, you know, sort of shifting gears a a little bit, but, you know, you're in the professional world, right? You said you're in the car world, you're in the, you know, the consulting world, and now you're in the fitness world. How, you know, what was that like to make that transition? Or was it just a transition you always knew you were going to make? Because I think a lot of people Um, get, 
you know, get are fearful of, of making transitions like that. So talk to us a little bit about that. Yeah. For me, um, I, I, I was not sure that I, I, I will be able to make this transition. Um, I had a lot of respect for, for, for this industry. Uh, but I had my, my first real contact full flash with this industry was the, uh, in Cologne every year is the, the FIBO, which is, I think, one of the greatest, uh, biggest uh, fitness fairs uh, on the planet, 180,000 people in three days. And there you can see them all, starting from bodybuilding, from functional training, CrossFit, uh, yoga, so everything which is somehow fitness. And what I found out is in, in every, uh, even if it's the most heavy bodybuilder, they are all very nice people. They are all open-minded, friendly. They are all interested. It was the same feeling when I was at the uh, CrossFit Games this year. Uh, and I talked to the exhibitors and uh, asked them, do you have 90 seconds to explain your crazy idea? Everyone said, go ahead. And every, everyone said, after 90 seconds, uh, can you explain me, please, more? So it's a very open-minded industry and um, they are, as I mentioned they are all interested in a healthy lifestyle maybe there's a small percentage which uh, is interpreting this in a wrong way but most of the people live a healthy lifestyle and that's what I like and this open-mindedness um, um, I mean the the official Spartan Race Instagram channel gave us a welcome post which was so beautifully designed so Spartan invasion at High Rocks and uh, Sunny um, so I, I just have to say my, my first, uh, two and a half years in this industry, uh, uh, I'm, I'm absolutely happy. I'm absolutely happy to be here in this industry, to, to, to do these kind of events, to meet people from, from other industries. So, um, one other example, uh, two friends of mine, they are bringing Peloton, uh, to Germany. And, uh, I was one of the first, um, guys in Germany having a Peloton bike. And then I book a Peloton live class in New York, uh, met these nice people. Um, I met people from Orange Theory. We will have a meeting with uh, Barry's Bootcamp very soon. Nice contacts. And there are so many interesting entrepreneurs, stories, formats, um, and so many athletes uh, with different stories. Uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's, for me, it's the best industry I've ever worked for. No, that, and, and I think that's it, right? You know, everyone sort of, and the coolest thing about people in this industry or the sports industry, they're, they're always looking to get better, right? How, and, and that's one thing I, you, know, you mentioned earlier on was, you know, you're always the fourth guy or the eighth guy. And believe me, I'm, I was the same way of, you know, how do I become the number one guy or the number two guy? And, you know, it, it, it's that quest of becoming better. How can I be better? How can I become, you know, better, faster, stronger, smarter, whatever. And I think that's what I like about this space is everyone's always trying to better themselves in, in one way or yeah. another, right? But in the same sentence, they're, you know, a lot of people, they're not afraid to have a couple of beers either, right? And then sort of laugh at themselves about it. And I think that's why it's such a great space to be in. Yeah, it is. Yeah. And so many nice people. So, so one other guy, uh, uh, his name is Yancy. He's a, a coach for, I think, 10 of these OCR athletes. He's doing a, a podcast as well. And he he was on this podcast and talked one hour about Hyrox. Uh, as if it was his brand. It was so amazing. Um, he's now offering together um, uh, with uh, with one of his clients, which is Ryan Kent, uh, Hyrox preparation training. So they immediately see, well, there's a chance. There's something new. 
we like it. The people are trustful uh, and worth supporting them. And he's not asking for, uh, can I have money in return? Uh, no, he's just giving. He's just giving. And everyone is in the, in the beginning is just giving. And uh, that is so nice. And uh, yeah, we are we're so thankful uh, for this kind of, of uh, treatment. Yeah. No, definitely. And, you know, talk to us about, you know, the next events that are coming to New York or coming to the U.S. Yeah. So we can try to get you some exposure and get some people to come, come check them out for yeah, you. Yeah, that is very nice. So, so maybe, uh, how, how we, maybe before I talk about the next event, how, how do we prepare or how can people prepare for themselves? So what we are doing is um, what we did in Germany. Uh, we have a license model. So we have um, gyms. Um, they pay a small amount of money and then um, they get all our training videos, training manuals. We, we do uh, train the trainer sessions uh, for their trainers. And we have a gym finder on our webpage. So we have already 30 partners in the Miami area, 20 partners in, in, in New York, just started Chicago, which will be the next event. And so we will make sure that there are uh, gyms where you can uh, train the stuff, but you can train it on your own in your gym without uh, anything. Have a look on our website there you find every every um, workout and, and, and uh, tips uh, and workout of the week on our instagram channel so you can prepare yourself next event will be new york city uh, pier 94 um, which is a very nice location it will be december 15th which is a saturday we we always do it on saturday so i tell my friends here in germany Take your girlfriend or your wife, fly to New York. It's a free Christmas shopping weekend. Uh, flights are cheap. And then uh, do on Saturday this, this competition. We, we know for sure that we will get some very nice athletes, maybe some of the world-class crossfitters as well. They couldn't come to this event because they are in their, in their uh, open. They, they had just on this weekend, they had their, op uh, their open workout 22, which is the second out of five. But we will see CrossFit stars and uh, OCR stars there. And yeah, um, I, I, I think it's a, a very good chance to come to New York and to, to be part of, uh, Hyrox, uh, of the second Hyrox event. Yeah. And even if, it, if it's just for watching it, it's fun watching it. It's a great atmosphere. And yeah, if you just go to our website, um, hyrox.com, there you can buy tickets. Um, it's, I think it's not... Very expensive if you compare it with others. Um, I mean, it's money, but we, we spend a lot of money to make this uh, thing going. So in Germany, we need nine trucks to, to drive our equipment from one venue to the other. I think in the U.S. it will be probably just uh, five because the, 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 the vans are bigger or the, the, the trucks are bigger. Um, yeah, December 15, I would love to see you there. Perfect. Perfect. And Michael, where can people find out more about you? You know, we're coming up here on a half hour. I don't want to keep anyone too, too long and as um, well as you, but you know, where can they find yeah, more so about Michael Troutman? You mentioned highrocks.com. Yeah, they can find something about me on, on, on LinkedIn um, uh, where I do a lot of things sometimes in German, but I try to do it more in English. I have these podcasts, which is called on the way to new work. I would say 80% of the, Episodes is in uh, in German, but 20% and one of our very, very best episodes are in, in, in your language. Um, I'm not a native speaker, but uh, I, at least I can I can ask the people the right questions. And we, I, we had some very nice guests. Um, yeah, and uh, um, I would love to see as many of your listeners uh, as possible uh, on an event. 
whether it is New York or Chicago or Dallas or Los Angeles or in the year to come, then we will have more cities. So we believe that uh, if we can go this uh, this path and it works out well for us, we see a good chance to to, to have 30 or 40 cities in the U.S. Uh, in the years to come. Yeah. Well, perfect. Well, Michael, thank you very much for taking your time. I know you're traveling in, in Spain today, so I appreciate you breaking away for for being part of this. And, and if anyone has any questions or needs to get you know in touch with Michael, feel free to reach out to me. You can email Absolutely. me. Absolutely. Yeah, I can I can tell you the, the, the email number. It's no problem. It's uh, Michael, uh, as the normal name, Michael, dot Trautmann, which is T-R-A-U-T-M-A-N-N, and then at Absolute, which is the name of our holding company, U-P-S-O-L-U-T dot D-E. It's strange, but it is. And yeah, or you sent me a direct message on Instagram where I have M. Trautmann uh, or on LinkedIn. I'm happy to respond. Perfect. Perfect. So Michael, thank you very much for your time. This was awesome. Everyone go check it out. Go train hard this weekend. Make sure you're getting in shape for, you know, yet another super cool thing that's out there. And, you know, I love the fact that it combines all the sports. So I think you're definitely headed in the right direction. Ken, thank you so much for giving me the time, the space uh, and the honor to talk to you. I'm, I'm really happy and hope to see, to meet you very soon in person. Definitely. And if anyone has any questions, comments, or concerns, you can reach out to me at Ken at the But make sure you go out there and crush it this weekend. Thanks, guys, for listening.